This is Honest Homeopathy, where we are empowering mamas everywhere to care for their families. The information in this podcast is to be used for educational purposes only. The suggestions here should not replace the advice of your medical doctor. I am not a physician, nor am I prescribing or making health care decisions for you. Welcome back to Honest Homeopathy. I'm excited to be back with you. I want to start off by saying thank you and welcome to all of our listeners who are tuning in to this week's episode. I want to let you know if you have any questions about this or past episodes, or you have a homeopathy success story to share, please feel free to reach out to me at honesthomeopathypodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's honesthomeopathypodcast at gmail.com. Being able to share homeopathy with you guys is why I do this podcast, and I encourage you, if you have questions or want to share a story with me, please do so. I love hearing from you. Also, if you're benefiting and enjoying the podcast, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would be so grateful by taking a minute to write a short review about how this podcast has helped you on your homeopathy journey. It helps to greatly increase listenership and make this podcast more accessible to others. This week, we had a listener actually leave a great review. PB Cowgirl said, I just listened to my first episode of this podcast and found it helpful since I am new to homeopathy. I'll be listening to further episodes and look forward to learning more. I want to say thank you to PB Cowgirl for taking the time to leave a review, and I'm so glad you're benefiting from the podcast. Okay, so this week we are going to be discussing our remedy of the week, as well as take an honest look at the remedies that I've been using in my own home and for my family. And to finish out the podcast, I'll be sharing a simple and holistic natural health tip that you can implement in your own home this week. Our remedy of the week is pyrogenium. The Latin name for this remedy is pyrogenium. And the key word to remember to associate with this remedy is sepsis. Again, the key word to remember is sepsis. When we think of the word sepsis, we think of a life-threatening condition that is brought on by an infection in the body. So it's a scary word to hear. On sepsis.org, they define sepsis this way, and it quotes, sepsis occurs when your body's immune system starts to send infection-fighting chemicals throughout your body rather than just to the infection itself. These chemicals cause inflammation and start to attack the healthy tissues. Your body is no longer fighting the infection, it's fighting itself. End of quote. I wanted to share this definition because it'll make more sense when I explain what the remedy pyrogenium is made from and why it helps this type of condition. So pyrogenium is a remedy made from essentially rotten meat. So it was first uh, potentized in the year 1870, and they took lean meat and chopped it up, placed it in water, and left it in the sun for several weeks. So obviously it's rotten by this point. And after taking this substance and making it into the homeopathic remedy, none of the putrid toxic substance was left, only the healing powers. Later on, another doctor actually took septic pus and created a remedy as well. The effects of these remedies seem to be pretty much the same, but what we know is pyrogenium typically is the remedy potentized from the rotten meat. 
So this is why it's not surprising that a remedy made from toxic rotten meat can actually help our bodies when they are in a toxic state like sepsis that often involves a very putrid smell. So if you've ever smelt rotten meat, you know the smell is unbelievably bad. So you want to remember this key indicator as well when you're thinking about the remedy pyrogenium. Having an offensive and putrid discharge coming from the body is one of the key signs that pyrogenium is the needed remedy. So these smells could come from secretions such as stools, urine, sweat, breath, vomit, menstrual cycle. These infections could come from throat conditions, stomach problems, or vaginal infections. A lot of times it might be possibly after birth or a miscarriage. With all of the scenarios, the smell is very, very bad. Another indicator that pyrogenium is the necessary remedy is that there's a very high fever. So this can come as a result of blood poisoning from a cut or wound when it turns septic. Also, a person might notice streaks going up their arm or leg if they have a septic blood condition or any other type of infection when the temperature is very high and there's a noticeably foul odor. Oftentimes, the person will also show signs of delirium and they'll have a very rapid heartbeat. So pyrogenium is the remedy to consider when all other remedies have pretty much failed or if someone has an infection like we've mentioned that is resistant to all antibiotics, pyrogenium is considered an emergency remedy and one that you should always have in your medicine cabinet. Like we've mentioned before with other remedies, the symptoms I've mentioned concerning the remedy pyrogenium, I've definitely not covered them all. There are other symptoms that could present and that this remedy can help with. There's so much more to learn, and I encourage you to take the time this week to really research and gain more knowledge about this specific remedy. But again, remember, key indicators are sepsis, high fevers, putrid smells. Homeopathy is an investment in your health, and it's definitely one that you won't regret. Welcome back. So we've taken some time to learn about our remedy of the week, pyrogenium. Now we're going to take an honest look at the homeopathy I've been using in my own home over the past week. The remedy of choice for me and my son this week was Arnica. He took it for a toddler injury and I took it just for overall body pain from pregnancy. It helped us both in different ways and that's the beautiful thing about homeopathy. It can help different people with different symptoms in different situations. It's just so wonderful. If you listened to last week's episode, I shared my excitement about my husband starting to take Thuya for a dandruff problem he's had for several years. And he has continued to take it, and we are definitely seeing improvements, which we are excited about. So we're probably going to continue that for a little bit longer. But this week, I actually have another homeopathy success concerning my husband that I want to share and that I'm excited about. So I have shared on previous podcasts that my husband has struggled with a hiatal hernia that he's had since pretty much birth, and it brought on a lot of nausea where he eventually throws up, and he's just left really exhausted and weak from just the whole episode. So the occurrence of these episodes have definitely lessened over the years with diet change since we've gotten married, but they still occur every once in a while. During the 
past two episodes that he had with this nausea situation, I had given him the remedy Nux Vomica because it's a well-known remedy for nausea. And also, it helps if a person has overindulged, which I wondered if this was part of my husband's problem because sometimes if there's a meal that he really likes, he'll eat a lot of it. But the problem was is that he didn't really feel better after he would throw up. And she was saying that that's a key indicator of knowing that that is the remedy working, is that it's helping him expel everything, but he should feel relief. Well, he didn't. The nausea would still linger. So it breaks my heart every time I have to see my husband go through this situation. And I always end up crying just watching him suffer. So I guess you could say my determination to find a solution was partially for him and partially for me because I hate the anxiety and stress that I feel when he goes through it. But I started to write down all of the foods he had eaten previously before his episodes would occur. I wrote down, was he in a stressful situation? Uh, was there any other circumstances that could have contributed? Any other notes that I could possibly track and consider a pattern? And then I started doing some research. So all of my note-taking and research led me to the remedy Robinia. Now, this remedy was not included in my homeopathy kit. I had to order it separately. But one of the key phrases in my Materia Medica that made me think this could be the right remedy for him was that it said that the person needing this remedy suffered from digestion that was too rapid and that their starch digestion was perverted. So they aren't able to digest starches properly. And from looking at all of my notes I had taken from my husband, the meals he had eaten prior to his episodes were very starch heavy. Another matching symptom was that the person often suffered from frontal headaches, which my husband had mentioned during his past two episodes of feeling nauseous as well. So I felt pretty confident that this was a remedy that could help him and that we at least needed to try. So I ordered a bottle of Robinia 12C and I told him to start taking it anytime he had heartburn or indigestion because we wanted to try to get ahead of the whole nausea vomiting situation. He had probably taken it during three separate occasions of heartburn this past week when he came to me at the kitchen table and said, Amelia, that remedy is pretty amazing. And I was like, oh, really? Because he hadn't said anything up until this point. And I was just sort of like, okay, is this going to work? Is this not working? And he said, yeah. He's like, the burning pretty much goes away instantaneously when I take this remedy. I can't tell you guys how excited and encouraged I was. You know, when you've really put a lot of research into trying to figure out a remedy for your family, it makes you so happy when you have found the one that actually works. And it just works like that. So we haven't had to use it during an episode of nausea yet, which that'll be the true test. But I'm personally hoping that we won't get to that point in the future because this remedy is helping to balance his body out when he feels that heartburn and indigestion. But we will definitely keep you posted. So I am super excited to say that my husband has had two weeks of successful remedies. So we are encouraged. And I also encourage you, if you are learning more about homeopathy and maybe trying to figure out what remedy is best for your situation or for your family member, don't give up. You know, keep reading, keep researching. It does pay off and you might have to try a couple things, but eventually you can find that one that matches and fits your body and your symptoms. 
So every week, I really do enjoy learning more about homeopathy and just how remedies can benefit me and my family. I love being able to share these experiences with you, and I hope you benefit and are encouraged as well. Okay, so now is the time in our podcast where I share a natural and holistic tip that you can begin to implement in your own life and home. So this week, I want to talk about some of the benefits of spending time outdoors. So this week, I actually listened to a podcast where Jenny Urich was interviewed. She is the founder of the podcast website and movement of 1,000 Hours Outside. So it's a movement to get people to spend more time outside, specifically kids. And the goal is to spend 1,000 hours outside each year. So some people choose to do more or less hours, but the goal is just to get outside more. I am a huge proponent of spending time outside. Since I was a child, I love being outside. And especially now that I have kids, I especially am a firm believer in taking your children outdoors. So I thought this week I would just share some of the benefits of being outdoors and hopefully encourage you and your family to get outside this week wherever you are. All of the benefits that I'm going to mention are backed up by studies, and I will include the link in the show notes as to where I got these tips, as well as where you can access the studies in case you want to read more about each of them. So number one, being outside improves your mental health. I know for me, just getting outside, moving my body, being in the sunshine, breathing fresh air, it can change the whole outlook of my day and just make everything seem so much better. So that's a huge one just for your own mental health and for your children's mental health. Get outside. Number two, being outside increases your vitamin D levels. A large percentage of men and women in the United States are vitamin D deficient. So if you go outdoors just for this benefit alone, it's totally worth it. We all need sunshine. Vitamin D is so important in our lives, especially when it comes to things as depression, anxiety, things like that. So make sure you're getting sufficient vitamin D. Number three, being outdoors as a child can improve their eyesight. So this was a benefit that I really wasn't aware of, but I was definitely encouraged by. So they actually talk about it in the podcast that I listened to this week, as well as in an article that I was reading. My eyesight personally isn't the best, and I always have sort of had this underlying worry that my children would have poor eyesight as well, just because I have poor eyesight. But apparently getting outside often helps work the eye muscles in children, and it helps prevent nearsightedness. So going outside helps with their depth perception and they look at little bugs or little ants or the trees or the sky. So they're just working those eye muscles and it helps to improve their eyesight, which I think is a huge, huge benefit of being outside as a child. Number four, being outdoors can improve your sleep. So if you've listened to some of my previous podcasts, you know how passionate I am about getting good sleep. So when you spend time outside, it helps to regulate your circadian rhythm, which helps you sleep. It's also something they recommend when you have a baby to make sure you take them outside in the morning because you're teaching them and helping their circadian rhythm adjust to this is morning and 
when it's dark, we sleep, <laughs> which I know all mothers are doing whatever they can to make sure their children sleep and their babies sleep. So being outdoors can definitely improve your sleep. So I encourage you to get outside this week and see if your sleep improves. And lastly, I want to mention that number five, being outside can relieve pain, reduce inflammation, and increase immunity. So the sun increases infection-fighting T-cells, whereas being outside is shown to just relax the body overall, which promotes increased immunity. In the day we live in, we all want to have stronger immune systems and be able to fight things off. So I encourage you to get outside and help build up that immunity, relieve pain, and reduce inflammation. These are just a few of the benefits of getting outdoors, but I hope they will encourage you to get outside this week. Let your children play outside for hours as much as possible. Whether you live in a city and you just take a walk around town or you go to a park or you live on land and homestead, being outdoors is beneficial for all of us. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions about homeopathy or anything I've mentioned in today's episode, please feel free to reach out to me at honesthomeopathypodcast at gmail.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, I encourage you to take a minute to leave a review and to share this podcast with others you know, whether that might be through social media, a mom's group, or just texting it to a friend or family member who you think could benefit. I would appreciate it more than you know. Just a quick recap of today's show. Our remedy of the week is pyrogenium, and the key word to remember is sepsis. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. This is Honest Homeopathy. Thank you for listening. Mamas everywhere, I hope you feel empowered to care for your family. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave a review. We have a new podcast coming out every Monday to help you on your journey of homeopathy. I'll see you next time.